to the glory in our stories. On this episode, we'll be speaking with Ruby Red. Welcome to episode 52 of The Glory in Our Stories. We are over the 50 hump, as I mentioned a couple of episodes ago. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the awesome thing I love about this, as I always say, is I get an opportunity to sit across from some pretty cool people with some awesome stories that I've always been interested in, um, which is pretty much everyone. Um, I remember hearing from, and I tell people this all the time, Hearing from uh, G. Easy, he was looking over a city. I think it was in Japan. He was touring. It was this major concert that he was a part of, and he was just looking around. And he just said, "Man, it's like millions of people out here," which means it's like two million different stories. And I never thought of it that way. And you'll just think that most of our lives overlap. Some of them, they some do, but the entire entirety, as far as details, are completely different. Um, but one thing that I was intrigued about today's guest, which is a Ruby Red, hey. and um, <laughs> really, um, really outspoken and very animated. That's, uh, I get that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I get that all the time. I promise you, I do. But uh, but to be that way naturally, I, it's pretty cool because I'm, as you can see, pretty pretty mellow. <laughs> Indeed you are. And you can see how opposite I am in comparison to your sister. Yes. So, um, but she, I call her my firecracker. <gasps> People yeah. call me that too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I wish they could see my face. Wow. <laughs> like how I'm doing my So face. that must be a family thing. I don't know. But you know, me and Adrian are fire signs. Yeah. She's a Leo. I'm a Sagittarius. Ariel's a Capricorn. Andrea is a Taurus. That's so crazy. Mom's a Pisces. Like, listen to all those signs. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then we got the girls, you know, baby Leos, Adrian. Yeah. All three of them. But yeah. yeah. But, um, Fire signs. Man. Firecracker. Which is ironic because your hair is red. And, um, okay. And it's in your name. Is that your favorite color? Yes, it is. Wow. It is my favorite color. And it's crazy because my name changed like so many times. Of course, I have my family nickname, but it started off as like Shotty Red. Mm hmm. And then. My best friend, her mom, she gave us all like old names like Naya's my best friend. Yeah. And her mom calls I wanna say Naya's name is Esther. She named wow. me. <laughs> she named me Ruby. Mm -hmm. And then she had named Rashid. I forgot what his was. But anywho, she had basically gave us all like old names and I thought that was pretty ironic because like red ruby ruby red okay okay i can dig it yeah and that was always just my other nickname and even before she announced that nickname i had already claimed ruby as my alter ego mm -hmm. like you know high school days turning up and whatnot it's like <laughs> oh what's your name that you give dudes that you know you don't want them to know your name you don't want them to know your real name people be like oh chloe da 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 Oh, Keisha's like, no, my name's Ruby. How you doing? <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? I like that name. And then Naya's mom gave me that name. And I was like, you know what? That's meant to be my name. All right, we're getting it. Ruby Red, here we are. It's me. It's me, baby. You see it. How you doing? Okay. 
So does each name represent like a different point in your life, or is it just oh. something that came came about? Um, I want to say it's something that probably just came about because mm-hmm. I wasn't even the one to give myself these nicknames. Yeah. Like Danny, little Danny, um, Alvin's little brother, Yanni's dad, his, BJ. I have I met him? Alvin. No, Alvin's brother. Oh, little Danny. Uh, uh-uh, I don't think I, I met don't, him. I was about to say you probably haven't. You probably haven't. But little Danny yeah. is Alvin's um, little brother, mm-hmm. and he's the one that gave me the nickname Shouty Red. Oh. It started off as NASCAR Shouty. <laughs> and that's because of the way I be driving. Yeah. I've always been a sorry mom. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess I've always had a lead foot. So it started off as NASCAR Shawty and then it went to Shawty Red. Because of different reason. Mm-hmm. And then Ruby, because my alter ego, plus Naya's mom giving mm-hmm. me that designated name that she always calls me. Yeah. And Red has always been there because Red has always been a part of each. Yeah. Nickname. Besides NASCAR Shawty. Shawty's the only part that came over. <laughs> <laughs> and then Red got added on. It's funny you said something about um, your driving because um, one of my sisters gets really upset when we mention her driving because she has a really heavy <laughs> foot. And when we first started riding with her, we were the type of people that used our invisible brakes. We were clutching the side of the, the car and it's like you can't hide that <laughs> while you sit next to them. Right. But that's just, you know, it's like, just the way she tripping? drives. Calm down. Yeah. So, and plus, I am grandpa. Andrea's grandma. And, oh, Andrea. well. When it comes to driving? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're so grandpa? Like extra, yeah, she's like extra cautious. She didn't, she, she didn't used to be because Andrea, when she was stationed in Germany, you know, they have the automobile, which means they don't have any speed limit at all. Mm. So when she had actually came home to visit one time, um... She was all upset and pissed off because we're driving. The speed limit is 55. Yeah. So we driving, you know, the speed limit, if not, you know, whatever over. But she's like, man, y'all are driving so slow and da-da-da-da, blah, blah, blah. I'll be driving over 100 down here by now. Y'all wow. got an open road, did it? We're like, we know, buddy, but guess what? You're <laughs> back here in the States. So we can't, we can't drive like that over here. Yeah. But now, I guess maybe... When she became a truck driver, that's when her driving might have slowed down. Because, mm-hmm. you know, driving a big... Just imagine Andrea driving mm-hmm. a big old 18-wheeler. I can't... When she's told me that, I could not see that. <laughs> I'm like, really? Driving wow. a big old 18-wheeler. Like, what in the world? Really? You hopping <laughs> up and down out of that big old thing. All right, now. <laughs> but I think that's probably when she ended up slowing down. So, Andrea's the grandma driver. Me and Ariel... I don't know. Adrian drives pretty crazy. Adrian, she be jerking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, you're dropping like a cat. <laughs> but me and Ariel, probably the ones that got the left foot out of everybody. So, who told you how to drive? Ariel. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I guess that makes sense. Ariel and BJ, they're the ones that taught me how to drive. Did they get frustrated with you, or was it, was it a pretty easy process? Because I know um, for my mom, she by the time she taught me, she had slowed down. Because mm-hmm. the way she drives now, my sister said, Mom didn't used to drive like that <laughs> back in the day. Her foot was a lot heavier. I mean, she got, well, I ain't going to say that. But she um, she was just different mm-hmm. with me. A lot more calm and chill. 
So I adapted her way of driving at that point in her life. Yeah, no. So. I don't know. I, I don't know exactly how many times I drove with mom. I ain't drive with mom too many times. I know I scared her one time, though. Yeah. Because you know how if a bus is coming, you don't need to go all the way up to the stop sign. Yeah. So a bus was turning in, oh. and I was still trying to go all the way. Mom was like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. <laughs> what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah. So I know I scared her at least a, one time mm-hmm. while she was in the car. But um, I don't know. I just... Watched Ariel and BJ drive a couple times, and they let me drive a couple times. And then it was just like, all right, y'all. Y'all want me to go to the store? Give me the keys. <laughs> <laughs> I got my permit. Give me the keys. I got you. Who you want me to do what? <laughs> let me drive the truck. Dang. I got you. And I guess that's like the rites of passage. Like, whenever you get your license, you have to go to the store. Yeah, yeah. Run some errands. It got pretty annoying, you know? Yeah, I bet. Oh, so just imagine... Ariel and Andrew pregnant at the same time in one household but Andrew she was okay her and Miss 3 they went out all the time that was cool they went out to eat Ariel she was always at the house and she always wanted me to go get her food I always tell people this because this is exactly how it was all the time Mm -hmm. we lived in Grovetown everything that Ariel wanted was on Bel Air Road besides McDonald's, which I had to get when I came back into Grovetown. Yeah. So it was like she wanted a root beer from Wendy's. She wanted a Whopper from Burger King. She wanted fries from McDonald's. And that's very particular. Very particular. And just imagine Bel Air Rose, or you jumping across <laughs> yeah. like this. Yeah. But that's all right, because I was like, all right, give me the keys to the truck, because they had a pickup truck at the time. So I was like, yup. Let me dry that bad baby. I'll go get your food. Let me feed my niece. I got you. <laughs> so, yeah. Rite of passage. Let me drive your cars. <laughs> wow. Man, I just... Because I, I didn't get my license till I was 19. Really? Yeah. I was scared. You were scared? scared. Yeah. Why? Because it was just... I don't know. Driving... I had this huge fear of death for, for a while. And I used to think that... I would die if I you know, if I drove the car, but <laughs> since I was the last one, I was at the house. Mom, Tasha left, Natalie left, so it was just me. Mom yeah. was having little complications with the health. You didn't know if she was gonna have an asthma attack. You didn't know if she was gonna have an allergic reaction. Yeah. If that happens, who's gonna drive her? Mm-hmm. It has to be me. Especially when she told me, you know, if you drive an ambulance, it's like a thousand dollars. And the ambulance is what the hospital was just right across town. Mm-hmm. Thompson is like that big. So for her to get charged that much, knowing that she has someone in the house to drive her, yeah. I like, nah, they gotta change. So my cousin taught me how to parallel. And that was my only setback. Like, I don't know how to do this. But he taught me in like one hour and I passed it, thankfully. Okay. So, but I should have had it a lot earlier. So. It's okay. Andrea was a late bloomer too. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't feel too bad. I so. drove before she did. Wow. So. I'm going to pick on her about that. You should. You should. I I sure will. (laughs) I will. You should. Um, So before I ask you the first question, I thought it was pretty cool. Because I was thinking about my answer to this question. It's very unscripted. But I'm pretty certain you can provide me with some good answers. Go. My question is, if you had to choose three cartoons (gasps) that 
solidified your childhood, what would it be? You only you only get three. Hold on. Oh, that is. Oh, you can't do this to me. <laughs> Let me tell you. There was a thing on Facebook. I seen it. It was today, matter of fact, mm-hmm. and it was like forty of the cartoons like just think about one saturday morning yeah like all the way from back when so oh man you're doing this to me right now hold on can i ask you what you picked before i answer oh yeah um dang i had because i had one by honorable mention um ducktales yeah hold on hold on no i'm sorry i scratched that scratched that yeah uh tailspin Tailspin's um, Boot Troop. <gasps> yes! Oh, man. Oh, yes, Maximilian. And I love him. What else? Mighty Max. Mighty Max. Yeah, that was my third one. Yeah, those are my three. Oh, man. Oh, um, man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Um, oh, man, that is really hard. Okay. I'm trying to pick between these two because I'm trying to think like way back when. I don't know. I don't know. There's so many. Do you remember Fillmore? Did you watch Fillmore? Mm-hmm. Probably not. That's okay. All right. So <laughs> I'm probably going to go with because right now I was thinking about like between Gargoyles and Darkling Duck. Oh. I would pick Darkling Duck. Oh, goodness. So, <clears throat> so I'm going to pick Darkling Duck for my first one. I love what? Yeah. that used to be my show because you already said you said DuckTales mm-hmm. I love them too okay so Darkwing Duck is going to be my first one um, I'm going to do a Nickelodeon and then I'm going to do a Cartoon Network so Nickelodeon I'm probably going to have to go with Hey Arnold okay uh, ooh All Real I Monsters that. I used to love yeah. All Real Monsters that, yeah but I remember that. It'll probably be Hair Arnold, because I still watch Hair Arnold to this day. I watched it last night. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't lying to y'all. I ain't lying. And then, I don't know. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Man. I mean, I used to love Looney Tunes. Mm -hmm. All of them. But Scooby-Doo. I love Scooby-Doo. All of them. Like, a pup named Scooby-Doo. What's new Scooby-Doo? Just Scooby and Scrappy. Yeah. All the Scooby Doo movies besides all the ones that came out like after two thousand eleven. No. After two thousand nine maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like the Scooby now. He looks like crackhead and I do not appreciate it. <laughs> I don't I don't appreciate it at all. Wow. But Scooby, I used to love Scooby. Like I have my whole room Scooby at mm-hmm. one time. So he definitely has to be in there. But <laughs> Darkwing Duck Gargoyles. But if we go, we can do all of those. What? Mm. Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop. I used to love that. Yeah. Pepper Ran. Now I saw that. Weekenders. I remember them, but I never I never got into them. Those so were on like one Saturday morning, like with recess. Ooh, I should have said recess. Recess. <laughs> Who did did you watch recess? No. <gasps> I, as soon as I saw the intro, I was like, mm, "Can't get into this." I don't know why. I don't know why. It was so dope. Yeah, I, that's what I heard. It was so dope. Even like Mike Sarge was like, "You didn't watch Recess, man?" I'm like, no, nah, man. Even Adrian was like, "You didn't watch Recess?" I'm like, no, nah, I couldn't get into it. Oh, uh, hold on. I'm being so disrespectful right now. What? Pokemon. Ooh. I was. Ooh, I'm so disrespectful. I played the game, Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. So now, would you put that at one? Because you have to get rid of. Oh man! One of them. I'm if you gonna to be mention. Doing, okay, hold on. 
Hold on. Yeah. So Pokemon number one. Pokemon would probably be number one, most definitely, because that started when we were like in Japan. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Like, I remember that. Dang. I used to have the card games, the mm-hmm. Game Boy games, the mom used to get me like the matches. I don't know. I just used to have so much. <laughs> you remember the little gold cards, the little gold plates that came with uh-huh. like our Burger King meals? Mm-hmm. What? They used to come in a Pokeball that was about like that big. Oh, I remember that. But the card. That. The mm-hmm. gold plate card. I had a Jigglypuff one. It was lit. Did you play the, the game that came out on the phone where you yeah, had to... Yeah, Pokemon Go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did that work? Red Blazion. I'm on there. I got two <laughs> accounts. I started off on um, Red Team, and then I had to make another profile, so I ended up choosing uh, the Yellow Team, Team Instinct. Mm-hmm. But I got both of them. But what do you mean, how does it work? Because I've seen... I remember when it came out, and I saw somebody playing it. Uh-huh. I think I was at work. Mm-hmm. Like, it might be about two years ago. Three, mm-hmm. three years ago. And I'm like, how, does, how do you play it? But I never saw how you operated do you have to move around mm-hmm. and and it tells you where to go it's or? like so honestly there's pokemon that can be like everywhere the places that you would move around to you would basically try to be finding like a pokestop mm-hmm. so say the cafeteria is a pokestop there's yeah. pokestops and then there's gyms that you actually battle other people at yeah. or battle like historic pokemon to mm-hmm. capture them or whatever mm-hmm. so you would be on your phone, of course. You can have it to where it looks like an uh, animated, you know, green background or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you can have it to where you're actually looking at the table and the microphone and the chairs and stairs and whatnot outside. Yeah. But, like, you go to these pokey stops and you have to spin the metal dial or whatever that's at the top mm-hmm. so that you can get, like your potions Mm. for your Pokemon so they can heal Um, you get Pokeballs you get their food Um, you can get eggs and eggs are Pokemon that you have to actually put in incubators Mm. and you have to walk certain distances like 5 miles 2 miles, 10 miles, 15 in order to get them to hatch and at the gyms like I said the gyms are where you're actually battling other teams Mm. like in the gyms, the goal is for your team to take over that gym. Mm. So, say it's like a whole red area of gyms, and then a whole bunch of yellow people are trying to come over there, and we're all battling, like, no, you're not gonna take our gym, this is our gym, red, we're over here, <laughs> yellow! Wow. And then there's blue, mystic, but yeah. I did not know it was like that much into mm-hmm. it, wow. So like, say like there's a um, Pikachu or whatever sitting right there on the phone, we're looking at it mm-hmm. and I have my Pokeball and I'm happy to take my Pokeball and sling it at it and you can do like different like twirls and make it like <laughs> swivel in the air and yeah. catch it and you'll get double points or whatever but they can actually just like on the show fight mm-hmm. you back and like not jump in your ball so you would have to feed them little treats mm-hmm. and see if they'll be willing to come with you but some of them just like run away like nah I'm gone. <laughs> You're not about to get me. So it's fun. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I can dig it. <laughs> I play it. 
So speaking of going back to Japan, were there were you born in Japan? Or no, you born I was here? born in Houston, Texas. Nice. Yes, <laughs> Texas baby. Yes, I love Texas. I love the dry heat. Yeah. Like Georgia is humid. Oh my Jesus! It was just I forgot what year it was because we had been back and forth from Georgia and Texas a few times, mm-hmm. like throughout my whole life. We hadn't been back and forth. But um, it's like the last time that we had came back, which is probably, I want to say, 2014 or 15. I think it was 14, 2014. We moved back from Texas, but we had ended up driving. Mm-hmm. So we drove from um, down like El Paso, Texas, all the way back to Augusta, Georgia. Dang. Drove that far. It was a long drive. It was like... Is that a day? 25 hours. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say it was I'm 25 sorry. hours. We only stopped once. It was okay. We stopped in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> so we still stopped in Texas. <laughs> but we stopped in Houston and then we drove the rest of the way through. But um, it was like as soon as I stepped out of the car into Georgia weather, my face melted. Like, I don't wear makeup. You see mm-hmm. the makeup that I wear is just very light. I don't wear the foundation or mm-hmm. powder and all that other stuff. But just sweating. My face was just melting. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> what is life right now? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Well, Georgia for you. What? That humidity. Oh, it's beautiful, though. It's home. So, the A. So, that's where you spent most of your childhood? Where Texas? Mm-hmm. Or was it here? Well, I guess um, you say you've been back and forth, yeah. so you really didn't have a chance to stay stationary, did you? I be thinking about that a lot. No, me, I myself, no, <laughs> honestly, like, no, because mm. we've always yes, we're a military family, so we didn't went from. Let me see. It was from Texas to Japan, back to Texas to Georgia to Washington State to back to Georgia to Fayetteville, North Carolina back to Georgia to Texas and then I want to say it was back to Georgia (laughs) and then back to Fayetteville and now I'm back in Georgia so this is basically home yes yeah. Yeah, we can call it. <laughs> We've been touching base. Like, yeah. But if you had a choice, would you go back to Texas? Most to like definitely. to stay? Yes. Mm. Yes. Everything is better in Texas. <laughs> it is. It is. I don't know, it just depends on the area. I'm not necessarily like a city person, so I wanna be on the outskirts. Mhm. So yeah. But Texas I like Texas. I like it. I can dig it. I've only been I think one time went to Tyler, Texas and I've never seen land like that like just there was a gap there was an opening between like how I, I can't even explain it like you look back and like the land goes up and there was just cows and tr- and gates and stuff and I'm like this, <laughs> what is this? I don't because I, I wasn't familiar with that I'm used to seeing like if I see a, if I see a cow here I'm like wow but there, like that was that was the norm, you yes, know. And most definitely. Man, and I remember um, 
where I was, it was like right out in the country. So I was slightly familiar with that, but it was it was pretty dry. Yes. Pretty hot. Dry heat. I can deal with the dry heat though. Yeah. I can deal with it. I like it. Mm. Makes me feel like a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how was your high school experience? Was that split up because of you moving? Or did you have no. a place? Uh-uh. High school was here in Augusta. Mm-hmm. Well, it was split because I went to two different high schools. I went to Harlem. Mm-hmm. And then from Harlem, we went to Grove Town. I went to Grove Town. Ariel and Andrea graduated from Harlem. Adrian graduated from ARC. And mm-hmm. I graduated from Grove Town. Wow. So, but... Coward, you just don't understand. <laughs> All of us are so different because I know you already done like Andrea's story or mm-hmm. whatnot. You haven't done Ariel's, and you need to do Ariel's. That would be dope. Have you done Adrian's? Yeah. You've done Adrian's mm-hmm. exactly. You've done Adrian's and you've done Andrea's. And now you're doing mine. So you got to do Ariel's. It's gonna <laughs> be dope. But like, <clears throat> let me see. Harlem. My high school. I. A. I appreciated my high school years. I know I could have done better, and yeah. I should have done better, but my high school was lit. I don't care what <laughs> nobody say, y'all. I promise to you. I love so hearing lit. that. I love hearing people say that. It was so lit. I promise to you. Like, I got in trouble. Not a lot. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, I used to get in trouble in school, but it wouldn't necessarily be because of me. And that was just, like, not elementary. I was good in elementary school. But like, middle school and high school. I would get in trouble, but it wouldn't necessarily be because of me. Yeah. It would be because of somebody else, but I would be, like, sticking up for him or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, man, people try to think that I'm, people try to say that I'm mean, man. <laughs> I don't think that I'm mean, but everybody always try to say I'm mean, so whatever. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I'm just the type of person, especially, like, in school, Harlem. Me, Aaron, and Andrew were in school together. We never went, we never went to school with Adrian. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but me, Aaron, and Andrew were in school together. No one knew that we were sisters until ROTC, when my mother went behind my back and put me in ROTC. She took <laughs> me out of gym. I just got a, I just got called up to the office one day, and they were like, "Okay, here you go. Here's your new schedule." I was like, "My new schedule." It was like, yeah, your mom um, came up here and changed your schedule. I said, she did what? <laughs> I went home. I was so mad. I was so mad. And she was like, I don't care if you're mad. You're going to do ROTC whether you like it or not. Mm. So. <clears throat> what was the reasoning behind it? What, ROTC? Yeah, well, putting you in ROTC. Because we're a military family and it's tradition. Oh. Well, she wanted me to, I guess, have that discipline that Ariel and Andrew again. Adrian ain't have to do ROTC. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess she wanted me to have the discipline that I guess Ariel and Andrew are having an ROTC too. Yeah. Which I don't know I guess it paid off somewhat because I ended up becoming a company commander. Mm-hmm. But it was weird because my first year in ROTC Ariel was my company commander. That sounds interesting. That was not fun because <laughs> me and her used to get into it. Yeah. And they uh, Harris you gotta you gotta respect your uh, sis, you gotta respect your company commander whether she's your sister or not because it's your company commander. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, she acting that way because I am her sister. <laughs> so whatever. So me and Ariel used to get into it a few times in our OTC. And then my second year in mm-hmm. Harlem, um, Andrea was my XO in mm-hmm. my OTC class. So she was one of the officers. Yeah. So she was also in charge of me. 
in my ROTC class. How did that go? Andrew was more chill. Yeah. Because I didn't really see her too much. Mm-hmm. Because she, I don't know, because she was an officer, she did <clears throat> a lot of, like, paperwork or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But Ariel had to actually be in our face because she was the commander. So, but Andrew was more of the, all right, y'all, how y'all doing? Y'all got everything for the day? I'm gone. I'll be in my office. <laughs> Don't bother me. So, Andrew is more chill. I ain't have to deal with her. Yeah. So, I had to deal with her when we got home, though, because we shared a room. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I said, I guess it paid off because I ended up, um, well, with Andrea, my, I became a platoon leader in our company mm-hmm. with Andrea. I think I became a squad leader in Ariel's company. So, anyways. <laughs> and then when I ended up going to Grovetown, um, I became company commander. Mm-hmm. Um, both years, I was company commander. So Nice. I don't know if that really gave me... I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. ROTC was fun, though. I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people appreciated me, and it helped me... It helped me help a lot of people, honestly. Yeah. Especially the younger people who would actually like look up to me. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty dope. I appreciate it, RTC. So thanks, mom, <laughs> for going behind my back and making that awesome change. You know, yeah, that work. Having our mom make certain decisions and and I, usually in hindsight, like you know what, I I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, things would have been a lot different if she if they hadn't made the decisions that they made. Yeah, and um. Yeah, cause one I used to play baseball, and my mom was putting at that time a lot of money into that. Cause I mean, it's, it's not free, right? And I decided to stop playing, mm-hmm. and it pissed her off because I don't think it was just because of that, but I was putting so much energy into this, and like now you're gonna change your mind, right? And and she, in hindsight, she was like, "You really didn't want to play, did you?" I said, "Well, I did. It's just." It changed. Yeah. Uh, but for you, at this point, particular instant, you didn't have a choice. No, yeah. I didn't. And that, yeah. uh, and then even with being a military family, it was like, cause, like I don't know, maybe she wanted me to be on the drill team, like how Arrow and Andrew were. Mm-hmm. But I ain't do no after school activities with ROTC. Yeah. I dealt with y'all. In, I dealt with y'all in school like how I had to, and then. I ain't dealing with y'all after school. Y'all got what you get, and that's all you get. I'll run the concession stand, but after that, I'm gone. Leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> but I, um, I was part of a dance team or dance club, dance team freestyle mm-hmm. in Harlem, and then we took that over to Grovetown too. Oh, nice. But even with that, it was like I wasn't even supposed to go to Grovetown because Mom was saying that we were going to get stationed in. Hawaii or something like that and we ended up not going and I was upset because I had already tried out for the dance team Mm -hmm. the dance and flag team and I had made it like summer camp and all that good jazz and then you ended up telling me oh well we're gonna move and then I ended up having to quit the team early Mm because you're telling me that we're about to leave yeah so that didn't happen but I still had my other dance team mm-hmm. so I was still lit we were still getting it and then of course um, not only was it a dance team but we did 
you know, poetry and singing and rapping as mm-hmm. well. So. So the, is that intertwined with your your true passion? And yeah. What you love doing? Yes, music. Yeah. Most definitely. I've always loved music, always. And it's crazy because, like, my friends have always heard me sing, but my family didn't know that I can sing until I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to sing all the time when I was little. Yeah. Like, Michael Jackson, that's all we listen to. Michael <laughs> Jackson, that's my guy. I love him. Yeah. Bump what everybody's saying right now. I didn't even finish <laughs> watching that whole documentary thing because it was making me so mad. Yeah. But I was listening to it or whatever, and I was like, man, these out. We ain't finna get into that right now. But, um, no, Michael Jackson, I love Michael Jackson. Of course, Adrian would sing all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I would always be... Um, wanting to sing with her and then of course Disney oh yeah I love singing my Disney songs I love singing those <laughs> I used to sing those all the time but um music is definitely my passion I would say Michael Jackson would have been my first true love as an artist like mm-hmm. he used to be my icon and whatnot. so yes everything ties into music as far as even dance too like Adrian used to sing with this one label. I forgot exactly what their name was, but she sang with this one label, and um, me and some of my friends actually became their like personal dance crew. Oh, really? Like whenever they would go do shows out of town or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So like we make up um, dance choreographies to certain songs that they had. Oh, that's pretty. And dope. whenever they would perform those songs, they'd be like, "Yo, let's take them. <laughs> they can get the crowd hype." That used to be dope. But doing it in the school, too. Getting everybody hyped. This one time that we ended up, one of my favorite performances in my high school mm-hmm. time would have been, um, I want to say it was 2009, because it was Andrea's senior year. So 2009 at Harlem, we had um, freestyle. We had performed at our Black History program at school. Yeah. And it was so lit. One, of course, us dancing in our choreography, but the way that everybody, like, was hype about the music that we was dancing to and just Mm -hmm. the moves that we was doing. We ended up, I forgot exactly all the songs that was playing, but the final, of course, icing on top of everything was um, Wobble. So when we play Wobble, of course, you know, everybody's in there dancing. But at the end of the ceremony, the ultimate thing that we did was play Swag Surf. I swag when I surf. Now watch me surf and swag. I'm all hypnotic, <laughs> exotic. You should have seen everybody in there getting lit. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I can't, um, well. I used to, like, there's this one person. I forgot her name. It's, it's Sasha something. I know she's going to tear me up. Not sure if you uh, do. You know who she is? Her name is Sasha something. She's a a local choreographer, dance choreographer, Mm -hmm. and like she does what she does very well. But I never viewed dancing that way. I always thought that it was just something that person did. But in thinking about myself, I was like, well, CJ, somebody can look at poetry and just think it's something as you do. So when you're in it like that and you you practice it and you sharpen your craft it looks effortless to the point where you're like yo i wish i could do that yeah i wish i can trust me i wish i can flow like a lot of these people be flowing 
I ain't a great dancer, but I do what I can when I can do it. <laughs> so, are there any artists that you admire right now that's out trending? Um, let me see. I mean, of course, everybody's giving props to Cardi B for what she's doing. She's definitely climbing the charts. Yeah. Um, she is a hot artist, most definitely. Uh, she is one of my favorites, I will say, as of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and male-wise, uh, I love J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I love J. Cole. I absolutely love Jermaine. Okay, 2-6. Shout out Fayetteville. Eh, okay. <laughs> um, but him and the baby, he has to be my other favorite artist right now. Gucci dropped the album Evil Genius. I love it, but mm-hmm. I always love Gucci. <laughs> Kevin Gates, he's also one of my favorite artists, but as of like right now, right now, my two favorite artists would be The Baby and J. Cole. Mm-hmm. And as far as female, it would have to be Cardi B as of right now for a female. Yeah. But that's rapping wise. Singing wise, I love LMA. I love her. She's so beautiful. I love her voice. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. You like, um, what's her name? King Not Queen Nyjah? Is that her name? Yes. That yeah. is her name. Um, I do like her. I do like her. She has a beautiful voice. Um, a lot of her songs, yeah, I can relate to. Mm. I just wish that she would switch it up some. Yeah. You know? Like, mm. it's starting to kind of sort of sound like the same thing in a way. Yeah. So... Just a little switch up. Won't do her no. Won't do her no harm, you know. Yeah. But I do like her as an artist. I do like um. Medicine has to be my favorite song by her. And no, nope, that's my favorite song by her as of right now. Mm-hmm. Queen Nigel. Yeah. She uh, she killed it on the uh, R and B uh, cipher that they had the BET. Have you heard it? Mm-mm. Man, it was her. Luke, the Luke James. Damn, I think I'm saying his name wrong. I think it's Luke James. He was uh he played on the uh, New Edition movie that they made. I ain't even watch it. Ah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't watch it either. But <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> I just remember, you know, when they showed the iconic scene of them recording, um, "Can You Stand the Rain." Man, he killed Johnny Kill's part, man. But um, it's funny that song is completely timeless. Shoulda, can you stand it? Man, hello, CJ. It's timeless. What's his name? Uh, Steve Harvey was hosting uh, a show, and they were playing it in the background. He just he had to stop. Yeah, like, man, I just had to. He just started dancing. <laughs> Um, I just gotta appreciate this song right quick. Hold on, y'all. Sorry right now. Yeah. Yes. Man. That and what's the other song I'm thinking about? It's one of Adrian's favorite songs. Um, is what it, is it from a different artist? Yes, it's um, After Seven. Um, Ready or not. There you go. There yeah. you go, Steve. You yeah. better. You better. That's yes. That's my. That's one of my favorites. Yes. Ah. That's just actually, um, I know she wouldn't mind me saying that's gonna be nice. Saying that anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. 
Okay. So um, <laughs> that's all I need to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, let me <laughs> let me ask you this: What is it that you aspire to do post graduation, as far as high school? One thing that I enjoy doing is listening to people speak about what they're really passionate about, and in this case, Miss uh, um, Ruby Red. Um, speaks so highly of music. I mean, in some form of fashion, music has inspired us um, in, in, any, in many ways. Uh, in any way, actually. Um, during the toughest times or during the happiest moments of our, of our lives. But uh, for Ruby Red, we get an opportunity to understand just how much she appreciates it. And I know that uh, I've interviewed uh, quite a few artists, um, but she's not just an artist. You know, she's a sister, she's a daughter, she's an aunt, uh, she's a really good friend. And um, now she's an artist that's building her platform. So continue to listen. This is episode 52 of The Glory in Our Stories with the vigorous Ruby Red. Um, honestly, I've always wanted to be an artist. Mm-hmm. Like since I was little, I've always wanted to be an artist. It's been kind of hard because as far as me, like, trying to find myself throughout life or uh-huh. whatever, learning things about the outside world after I graduated. Like The music industry, the entertainment industry is very corrupted. Yeah. It is very corrupted. Like, and you hearing that, and you're even hearing that from artists that have yeah. been in it for a while. Yeah, and that's what's scary. Yeah. Like, I would love to be an artist, and I'm still aspiring to be an artist. Like, yeah. like I told you earlier, I actually... Um, and working on putting on, you know, putting out an EP mm-hmm. or whatever. But uh, it's just scary, the stuff that we hear about the entertainment industry, period. Like, yeah, yeah music, yes, but entertainment, period. So, um, but like I said, like with me finding out different things and then finding myself and who I am, mm-hmm. um, it kind of put a twirl in a few things because I'm sure there's been I've had a few opportunities I've had a few opportunities but it's just you got to think about the people who's in your corner as well and the people Mm. who you got around you and everybody's not necessarily wanting the best for you yeah like they ain't looking at it for you and the opportunities that's about to happen they're looking at as they're about to get something and it's I don't know just dealing with different people it was crazy but um I've always wanted to aspire to be an artist, a music artist. Um, I already went to school to be a massage therapist, as you know. Mm-hmm. So there's that as well. Even with that, I'm not going to discuss my future business plans on here because can't share your ideas with everyone. That is true. So I've learned that mm-hmm. along the way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... As far as um, my massage, just know I'm still working with that, mm-hmm. and hopefully I'll be a franchise. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. So That's what's up. Massage fingers in the work. <laughs> Get to the nitty-gritty in this business. So, yeah, and, it's, yeah. and it's funny you say that because apparently you do that very, 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 very well. And it's... And it's cool because yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm in school. They actually told me, <laughs> no cap, guys. No cap. No cap. But um, 
No, for real. My teacher, one of my teachers, Miss Nicole, mm-hmm. she um, is also Pinoy. She's Filipina. Oh, and cool. um, I massaged her. I massaged a few of my teachers, actually, mm-hmm. in school. Um, and they told me that I have magical fingers. Yeah. I kid you not. <laughs> so, hey, for the energy, y'all. <laughs> for the energy. Ooh, Facebook page, Elements for the energy y'all go look it up facts okay so, so what does that stem from being able to do that like when you're giving a massage oh. like how does how, how's that experience for you um <laughs> y'all ain't gonna lie giving a massage is hard work i begin to exercise every time <laughs> i promise you because you're dealing with the dead dead body weight like mm-hmm. i want you to relax yeah <laughs> i need you to relax don't try to hold your arm up don't try to hold your leg up don't try to hold your head up let me hold your dead body weight so um i like giving a massage because it's so funny um because i haven't actually watched myself like i don't look in the mirror or anything and watch myself give a massage Mm -hmm. but um like when we were in school we would give massages behind curtains and especially since i went to school at night we would have lamps and whatnot so it would be dim so you can still see people's shadows or whatever yeah so they always told me it looks like i was dancing when I give massages, it really? always looks like I'm dancing, and that's how I feel too. I just listen to the music, and of course, I have to concentrate on my breathing to make sure that I'm going at a steady flow and I'm paying attention to whoever the client is, their breathing, mm-hmm. and everything. But um, giving a massage is very soothing. Yeah. Um, unless somebody wants me to, unless of course I'm hurting them, then <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But there's different types of massages, like um. Of course, the Swedish massage is the relaxing frou-frou because there is a difference between a masseuse and a massage therapist. I am not a masseuse. I am a massage therapist. So mm-hmm. that means I can actually like people who go to physical therapy, yeah, like who tore um, a muscle or sprained something or whatever, what have you. Mm-hmm. Like even with Adrian, with her frozen shoulder, yeah. and her, her adhesive um, shoulders or whatever. Uh, I'm trying to help manipulate her scar tissue because she goes to physical therapy and what they're doing is just like yanking and stretching her. They're not warming up her muscles like Mm. they're cold. Like, just think like you're breaking something. Mm. Like, yes, you definitely moved it, but you cracked it instead of warming warming it up and letting it just like stretch out smoothly. So when Adrian goes to a physical therapy appointment, um, if not that same day, a couple days later, I'll massage her muscles, warm them up, and try to manipulate her scar tissue to go back to how it's originally formed. Mm-hmm. Um, so like even with myofascial and stuff, if you have knots in your shoulders or in your neck or something, like I'd be yeah. able to feel it when I'm giving you a massage. Mm-hmm. Like, the more that I warm your muscle up and the more that it loosens, the more I can feel different things. Like, if I can't feel your scapula while you're laying down, then your muscles are extremely tight. So my goal is to loosen your muscles so that I'll at least be able to feel the outline of your scapula, your mm-hmm. shoulder blade. Yeah. But, um, like I said, there's different things with massages. There's different types of massages. Some of them hurt. If you want me to work those knots out, you gonna be, you gonna be bruised. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna say bruised, but you you gonna be feeling it tomorrow. Yeah. Cause that's me applying pressure in certain points. Yeah. Or whatnot. But 
people usually like massages to get relaxed and mm-hmm. relieve tension and just feel at ease. So I get a lot of those more than I do an actual like hardcore yeah. <laughs> massage, <laughs> like deep tissue or biofascial, like no, but like prenatal massages and the Swedish massages, mm-hmm. very nice. And then of course, if someone wants like aromatherapy, the different essential oils, whatever, mm-hmm. of course I get to smell them when they smell them. I'm putting, I'm <laughs> applying them onto your body, yeah. <laughs> but that also helps with the relaxation and just the music's going and mm-hmm. the lights and the candles are lit and it's just tranquil. Yeah. It's easy, easy flowing, easy going, easy. And it sounds like it, that reflects your personality. Yeah. Like you're the type of person that wants to uh, make sure that everybody around you is relaxed. Yes. Yeah. I've always, uh, I've always been that person though. Like throughout my whole life, even when I was little with mm. my friends and everything, everyone always calls me the mom of the group i'm always the mom i'm always the the stern hand the nurturer the one that everyone goes to if something happens or if something's wrong or feeling some type of way i don't know me um i don't know because i got baptized um in 2012 again Mm -hmm. and that was in Christianity, which I believe my religion and all that, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm more spiritual than I am religious. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like I said, you know, I've been finding myself and whatnot. So with me finding out that I'm more connected spiritually, um, it makes me think about like when I was younger, I've always had a keen intuition with a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. like even till this day. Like, I'll call my friends or I'll send a quick text message if I haven't heard from you or we haven't talked in a while. And I'll just be like, yo, I'm the one that gives the uplifting spirit. Yeah. And it's crazy because, like I said, it'll be moments when I'll hit my friends up and be like, yo, da-da-da-da, I hope everything is okay. I just want you to let you know I'm proud of you or, you know, you're an awesome person. Um, I see you doing this. I see you doing that. I don't know why, but you've been on my spirit. So, mm-hmm. I just wanted to let you know this is this, that, and the third. And it's crazy that I have that intuition because they'll be like, yo, did you, like, see something? Or did someone tell you something or something? Because it's crazy. Because I really needed that just now. Like, (laughs) I really needed that. Or even just, like, I'll be in the room with somebody or, you know, be in the kitchen. Me and my cousin, one time we were just standing in the kitchen and he was just, I don't know, we were fine. And then I just all of a sudden got a vibe and I just looked up at him. And I was like, yo, you good? Talk to me. What's wrong? And then he just, like, let everything all out. And he was like, yo, are you in my head right now? And I was like, yo, I be in people's heads like that. I be in people's heads like that. I am the person that, I don't know, I've always been that that mother person, I guess. Like everybody said. That is my personality. Just, I don't know. I am a firecracker, though. But I'm the person that, don't you... Do not mess with my people. <laughs> Do not mess with my people. I want everybody to be good. I always I always want the best for everybody. I always try to take care of everybody. Yeah. Like, even, even with our family. Like, I don't have kids right now. I am not married. I don't necessarily have 
a professional job right now that's keeping me anywhere, like in a contract. So, mm-hmm. you know, our family's military. Um, so the girls will be over here with my mom or whatever. She'll need help. I'll go over there. Yeah. She don't need my help no more. Okay, cool. I'm back doing my own thing. Oh, Andrea needs help. Whatever. Okay, cool. I'll go help her. Mm-hmm. All right, you're good. I'm going to go back to doing my own thing. Oh, someone else <laughs> needs my help. Okay, cool, guys. I'll move over here and come to you, too. Yeah. You're good? All right, I'm going to go back and do my own thing. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's always been like that. It's always been like that. Has it ever felt taxing, like, on yourself? Like, have you got an opportunity to, like, take care of you? Or do you just take those pockets when you um, when you get them? It's crazy because I take those pockets. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I got a chance to take care of me. Um one time honestly and I was good it was when I was in Fayetteville I was good I was Mm -hmm. good but me being the person I am and I don't regret it either um, I ended up me being the kind hearted person that I am taking care of somebody else too Mm -hmm. knowing that I'm struggling myself knowing that I'm going through the stuff myself too I ended up taking somebody else in who couldn't necessarily contribute anything to me so, in the end of that, I ended up coming back home. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I always, it's like I'm always taking care of somebody, or I'm always wanting to help somebody out, or always taking care of somebody. But I do, like, even since I've been home, I do appreciate the fact that that happened in Fayetteville, because there was a lot of stuff that was going on. I miss my people. Yeah. miss my people dearly <laughs> yeah I do I really do um, be wishing I could move back sometimes but I'm like no nah. cause being in Fayetteville was like being in Augusta too like it wasn't I was prosperous there mm-hmm. but I wasn't as prosperous as I know I could have been I'm happy that I'm home because now that I'm home in Fayetteville I was able to find myself because I was by myself I didn't have no family no nothing yeah. like my friends were here in Georgia off in Texas just scattered everywhere mm-hmm. um but of course i have my people in um Fayetteville and i made some awesome awesome friends some lifetime friends there but uh i don't know when i was there like i said i didn't have my family and i've always been with at least one member of my family mm-hmm. regardless of where i was but once mom and john had ended up coming back home and i stayed um I was able to experience life for myself, go through the struggle, and mm-hmm. not that I used to get fussed at because mom would be like, oh, what have you ate? And dad, oh, I ain't eating that, mom. You know, I had this protein shake this morning, and I'm eating these chips right now for dinner. She was like, you haven't ate? I'm like, mom, I, hey, I paid this, and I paid that, and I paid that. I don't, I don't got the money to do. Why didn't you tell me I could have sent you money? Mom, I don't want your money. Yeah. I'm good. I'm okay. It's all right. I get paid, da 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 da. I'm good for right now. I have this, this, and that, and third, and I can do some leftovers. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Like, my protein shakes are keeping me over. I like these. I like these. I can drink those. I don't be wanting nothing big in the morning. I can just drink that and be full. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, being there, I was able to find myself even spiritually. Like, I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Being there by myself. And then coming back home, I am happy that I did make the decision to come back home. Like I said, I miss my people. Most definitely. But um, I've been prosperous since I've been here in Augusta. Mm-hmm. I might have lost because I lost everything yeah. in Fayetteville. When I came back, I ain't have nothing. I didn't even have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing, nothing at all. 
So I'm doing good for myself. I'm doing good. That's what's up. Yeah. And I can feel my spirit. My spirit's grown. Ooh, there's a full moon tonight. Got to put my crystals out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel good. So, um, well, I guess I asked you this. What's the one thing that compels you to wake up every day? Assist people in your life that you feel responsible to assist. Like, say, for instance, you being a daughter, you being a sister, you being an aunt, you being a friend. Um, you being a mentor, whatever you find yourself being, what pushes you to do that? Um, man, that's pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Honestly, when I think about it like that, out of all those things that you just named, because of course I would say myself, most definitely. I wake up for myself. Um, because... I know that I have, me as an artist, I know I'd be able to reach a lot of people. Yeah. Like, just me as a person, period. I know that I touch a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that I have a greater purpose, and I'm excited to see where this journey is. But besides me, myself, personally, um, I love my family, but bump them. <laughs> <laughs> I need my nieces, my yeah. babies, my babies. Those are my girls. Um, it's funny, because Barbara... He was telling me yesterday. Mm -hmm. Was it yesterday? It was like yesterday or the day before. He was like, you know, Yanni wants to be just like you. And it's crazy when he said that because I didn't actually think about it. Like, there was one time she was talking to me and she was like, I want highlights in my hair. And I was like, girl, <laughs> you ain't sure. You ain't going to be getting highlights until you're like out of your mom's house probably. Yeah. She was like, mm-mm. She was like, I'm a, when I get in high school, she was like, I'm going to have my own job with my own money and I'm going to get highlights in my hair and I said Tuh, okay you're going to ask your mama first I was like your parents ain't going to let you get no highlights in your hair right now I mean um, but I said you can, you can definitely see things might change things might change yeah. but it's funny because um, Yanni is my mini me I don't care what nobody say she definitely got air on BJ's attitude but <laughs> she's my little mini me like how I wear my rings and stuff mm -hmm. she'll be She'll be um, wanting to wear my rings if I leave them over there. Like, I have one that looks exactly like this, and I let mm -hmm. her keep it because I ended up getting another one because I thought I lost it. Yeah. It was over there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Yanni be wearing her rings and whatnot. She'll wear her little choker necklaces yeah, and stuff. That. She has, I got her little earring for her to wear up here and stuff. Mm -hmm. But my babies, Yanni and Mihan, yeah. They might not be born from me, but those are my girls. That <laughs> that I can feel that unconditional love right there. Yeah. So I have an example to set for them, most definitely. Mm -hmm. And I, another reason that I'm happy to be home is because I'm, even though Mihan's not here right now, but I'm able to be with them. Like I was upset because I've been with them since before they were born. Yeah. Like I'd wake up my junior year at three o'clock in the morning to two babies laying in my arms <laughs> like excuse me guys y'all yeah. don't have to go to school i have to go to school in the morning <laughs> what are they doing in my <laughs> what are they doing in my room but no i've helped raise my nieces i missed like three years of their lives if i want to put it all to maybe two years of their lives if i want to put all the times we were separated all together maybe two years of their lives but 
I'm happy that I'm home because they're growing and like they're coming into their personalities and like young lady stage. Yeah. I promise you, Uncle CJ, do you see my face? Mm-hmm. Your little niece Yanni was about to get it last night. I was about to punch her. I promise you, I was. And I told them, I told them, because they're, wait, Yanni's like right here to me, like up to my chest or whatever. I told both the girls, when y'all get taller than me, which is probably going to be in like two years, so you're going to be a preteen, but when y'all get taller, my my height, oh, I'm taking y'all outside and I'm fighting y'all. I promise you. <laughs> Ain't going to be no go to your room and go pout. Nope. Outside. I'm about to drag you because we ain't about to break nothing in these houses. Let's go. <laughs> I promise to you. I love those girls, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love them, though. I love them to pieces. Those are my babies. Those had, are my babies. Had put that in there. Yes. Yes. Um, I guess I'm, um, I got one more question. I was just curious. Maybe going a little bit left field. Uh, but in relation to you who being who you are, I'm just curious as to what each of your tattoos represent as far as who you are and, and stages in your life like for me when i got my first one i just wanted to do it just to do it yes and i regret <laughs> it because i don't fully regret it it's just i don't like the way it's drawn mm-hmm. so eventually i probably manipulate it later yes but in hindsight i'm like mm, that's not my favorite no i feel you i not have my a, favorite i have a couple of them that um i regret getting yeah. well that i regret getting mm-hmm. um my first one is on my hip and it's the Filipino sun and stars and it has a little bit of tribal on the side. Mm-hmm. It's on my hip and Andrea actually paid for that one for me. Was that my first tattoo? That was, was that on the hip bone? Yeah. Did it hurt? No. Oh man. It didn't. It actually tickled. <laughs> <laughs> tickled. It actually tickled. Tickled. Well, no, it's not on my hip bone. It's kind of a little bit more towards my pelvis. It's not right, like, on the bone bone. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I want to say that that was my first tattoo, and Andrea paid for that one for me. And um, my second one, I got two at one time, my second time. Mm-hmm. And one of them is one that I regret because young, dumb, and in love, I got one of my exes signs on my lower back in mm-hmm. some travel so that's getting covered um <laughs> but i have one that needs to get finished it looks crazy uh it looks crazy i need to get it touched up and i need to get it finished but it's mom's favorite flower which mm-hmm. is um an orchid it's a red orchid it doesn't have any color yet but it's her um first and middle name initial and maiden name fernandez oh, nice. and then i have the filipino sun stretched out into a cross on my right upper arm it's all tribal you've seen it mm-hmm. i forgot how old i was when i got that but um yeah filipino sun uh just pinoy pride everywhere yeah. i have uh i have a heart tattooed on my right middle finger and i think i was going through a breakup at the time because it stands for f love <laughs> um I also got two tattoos on the insides of my ring fingers at the same time. And it says God's child in Greek, Mm. but it ended up getting messed up and rubbed off. One, it wasn't uh, professionally done. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like, oh yeah, sure, I'll be your canvas. Do this, I'm mad right now. (laughs) Put this on my fingers, yeah, F him. 
yeah, I'm God's child. <laughs> you put that on my fingers. Wow. <laughs> um, but you know, I got my whole sleeve going mm. on. Well, it's not finished. It's not finished. So, my spades that I have right there, mm-hmm. Alice in Wonderland, yeah. we're all mad here. My right arm is Tim Burton. Like, I love Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Nightmare for Christmas is my favorite. I love Jack. Yeah. Jack Skellington is my guy. He is everywhere. You like Edward Scissorhands? I love him too. I, I love Tim Burton. <laughs> Tim Burton did all of them. And he is amazing. Yeah. But Nightmare for Christmas is my absolute favorite. Like, mm-hmm. no one can top the Pumpkin King. I don't care what nobody says. Jack Skellington is ultimate. But <laughs> who here could ever understand that a Pumpkin King with a skeleton grin I love him. So, my whole right arm is Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Jack Skellington in zero. That's right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl that I have right here, the pinup doll, mm-hmm. um, she is a fan art because she's Jack Skellington and Sally, who's the rag doll in the movie, yeah. their daughter. Mm. Um, and then I also have the Cheshire Cat yeah. from Alice in Wonderland. I have Absalom. From Alice in Wonderland, he's smoking his his uh, his hookah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have the silhouette of Victor and Emily from The Corpse Bride. I have. I love that movie. Yes. It's and very. That's it's so everything, eerie. Everything, every that's the thing. Every single tiny <laughs> microscopic. I love a lot of the reasons why I like his movies. Well, those two in particular, mm-hmm. musicals. Yeah. I love musicals, but yes, that. Like when they went underground, when they went to the dead mm-hmm. or whatever, all their music is lit. <laughs> like that movie when it came out, I forgot how old I was, but I did go to theaters to go see it. Yeah, I did most definitely. But Tim Burton, he is that guy. I'm not finished with this arm though, because Edward Scissorhands is missing, mm-hmm. he has to get added. Coraline and the cat has to get added. Yeah, Lock, Shock, and Barrel from. Nightmare for Christmas and Oogie Boogie have to get added. <laughs> the mom doesn't want me to get this, but I told her I was going to put the sand snake from Beetlejuice on my arm. That was, that thing still scares me today. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, that scares me. It. That's the only part of that movie that freaked me out. I'm telling you, just pops up out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Just swallow you whole. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> and when he was, uh, that and when Beetlejuice became like the stairway and like oh, he was ooh, rubbing. Snake? Yes. Ooh. Oh, I hated that. Ooh. I'm getting chills thinking Makes about your skin, it. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes your skin crawl. Ooh. Oh, man. I love Beetlejuice though. Andrea got me the Sand Snakes um, like chopstick, hair chopsticks. Oh, really? For my birthday. Yeah, I love those <laughs> little things. Those are one of my favorites. Um, who else am I adding on here? As far as character wise, because I wanted to put. Um, well, I'm not going to put his face on me. Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to put Johnny Depp's face on me, but I'm probably going to end up just getting his um, blades mm-hmm. or whatever. Maybe like one. If I can. I don't know if I got any room for all that, but <laughs> I'm going to try. And I still have to get like Never Trust the Living because Naya, me and Naya, oh, to go back to my heart tattoo, mm-hmm. not only does it stand for F love, because Naya got this as well. Mm-hmm. But hers, like I said, this wasn't professionally done. So hers didn't necessarily stay too well. Yeah. 
hers is kind of like a half a heart <laughs> looking type thing. So she ended up getting Never Trust the Living. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to be getting that one as our best friend tattoo. So I have to end up putting Never Trust the It has to go on the Tim Burton arm. Like it can't go anywhere else. Yeah. Because where else would it, it would just, no. Oh, and then I have a tattoo on my leg too. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. Um, it's a tribal as well. Mm-hmm. And it has a lotus flower. It looks like it's flowing down a creek. Mm-hmm. It's not finished. A lot of my a lot of my stuff isn't finished. Yeah. Everything has to get finished. <laughs> oh, and then I have another tattoo. I have my wow. I have my paw prints on my chest. Mm-hmm. So it's only three. And then it will be like the fourth paw print is the scratches that's up here. That's kind of like 3D mm-hmm. on my shoulder. Yeah, I had that done in Texas. Nice. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. All of them all together. Oh, the Mad Hatter's hat. Up oh, here. Yeah. Up there. <laughs> and then... I think that's all my tattoos. Sound like Eeyore. <laughs> but I think, that, I think that's it. I want to say there's 17 in all. Mm. My whole arm, though. Like, the Tim Burton. Yeah. I got it done at one time. Dang. Like, everything that's on my arm right now. Yeah. I got it done at one time. So I was sitting there for like, it was good timing though. He did it in like, I want to say six hours, mm-hmm. six, maybe on seven. But Dang, that's a shift. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. I know um, the the worst tattoo story because I was watching videos on YouTube. I was just curious, mm-hmm. like the worst tattoo stories that they told. And he's like, I got one. This guy wanted a bullseye on his lack of better term anus oh. so he's he said all right you you paying me so i'm gonna I'm do it so mid i don't think he finished like but as soon as he started uh the guy defecated and he passed out so i don't think he finished it obviously but that's what he wanted and he started it <laughs> was he like drunk or something i don't think so because obviously they can't let you do it if you are. So uh, I don't think he was, because he had his he had his partner with him, and that's what he wanted. So it could. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, I know there's one more I want, and it's an arrow. And um, I wanted it like right here, but I might get it under here, under my arm, mm-hmm. because. My mindset now is I'm just I think of shooting the air in my mind, so I'm just going for it. Mm-hmm. Where it's going, how it's landing, I don't really have control over that, but I do have control of where to shoot it. Right. And um, there's this Christian um, artist named Matt Hammett. He wrote a song called Arrows, but it's about his kids, mm-hmm. and it's like we shoot them out like arrows. We help guide them, but where they land. It's not up to us. Mm. It's kind of scary because mm-hmm. you don't know where it's going. Because if wind gets catch of it, it might go right. a completely different direction than you had planned. Right. But as a parent, you just have to learn to just let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my case, since I don't have kids, um, I'm deciding that this arrow is going to be my life. And God tells me to shoot it, and it's like, I'll direct it. So just let me handle that. You just shoot it. Right. Because I don't want him shooting it for me. Understood. I like um, that though. But yeah, but when you said tickled, 
I was like, a few of them tickled like this, like yeah. my my the one on my chest. Mm-hmm. It didn't hurt. People asked me if it hurt, oh, and man. like the only thing, honestly, it it didn't like even the one that's up here, like it, close yeah. to my neck or whatever. It was only uncomfortable because I was having to sit like this. I don't know. I think I like pain. Well, I don't think. I know I like pain. Mom's always like, all right, that's enough because the next time you're going to get a tattoo, it's going to be on your face. Like, come on now, Mom. I'm not going to tattoo my face. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just going to pierce it. Duh. <laughs> but, um, hmm. no. Like, even, man, they get on my nerves because I've been waiting for years. Like, you know, our Lola passed and hmm. we were going to do... A tattoo um, all of us girls including Auntie Donna and mom mm-hmm. and it was going to be um, something in grandma's handwriting Yeah, like for all of us to get the same one man I've been waiting for years and ain't nobody give me nothing yet so <laughs> I, this arm with the tribal Filipino um, sun stretched out into a cross yeah. this is going to be my Lola's arm Okay. so I'm waiting so I can start before I put too much stuff on it and I ain't going to have room or it's not going to look right. But I don't know. A lot of my... The one on my leg, I think I just got it just to get it. The two on my back. I wanted my mom's, but the lower back tribal one, Uh just got it just to get it. And... I love Tim Burton, so that's his whole purpose. Oh, <laughs> I love him. Um, this, on my chest and my shoulder, I just got it just to get it. They're wolf paws. Mm. I'm a werewolf. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight is the full moon, and I'm about to act up. I'm wearing my little wolf necklace, too. Got my mm. little moon on there, my little wolf. <laughs> get y'all. I'm a werewolf. Team werewolf, wolf pack. Okay, we in here. So speaking of uh, purpose, I actually this last question, which is, uh, what do you think is starting from as far back as you can remember to this very day? What would you say is the glory in your story? I told Adrian I had a I had a, a hiccup with this question because <laughs> I don't really I don't really know honestly. I don't think I found the glory in my story just yet. Yeah. To be honest, because. I don't think I've done anything glorious just yet. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, <laughs> I can't give you a good uh, closing banger because I don't think I found the glory in my story just yet. And it's funny because that's probably the best answer I've, I've gotten. Really? Because, yeah, because if you think about it, you're still living. And even if you're 99, as long as you're breathing, your story is not done. This is true. So you have a lot more to do. I do. Uh, I know I have a lot more to do. And we only got one life to live. So Facts. My, I've realized that our goals are to die empty. Um, your sister uses this metaphor all the time. And I really didn't latch on to it until recently. Because we assume that once we are put in the grave, that's we're left undone like there's so much in that cup that we have to pour out Mm -hmm. when honestly once you're gone that cup's empty Mm -hmm. because everything that was supposed to have been poured out was put in the day you were born even before then 
So you saying that you don't know, you haven't, that hasn't been fully developed yet, it's because it's still developing. And that's all of us. And no one can honestly say that it's that's it's finite it's finite finite I'm sorry <laughs> and it is it's not because it's it's still going and it's still moving forward right so I honestly agree yeah see okay yeah 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 okay that. okay yeah 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 haha I dig that um, but for those of you who are listening um, again thank you very much for your time <gasps> thank you it's been and, a long um, time coming yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> now my goal is to get pop pop because oh, I asked man. him. I asked him. He said yes the first time. He said, "No, nah, man, I got mm, no, nah, I can't." I man, can't do it. but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him again and see. He gonna do it. I already know it. He he's gonna end up doing it. His he gonna try to be so conservative. I wish I could just tell y'all <laughs> all the dirt. I promise you, he is what I promise. Man, look, if Papa was a female, he would be the most ghetto, ratchet, chicken head, I promise <laughs> to you. Y'all just do not know. <laughs> oh, man. Because I've been he listening gonna, to him, and I'm like, man, I got to get you. Gotta get he you got crazy that. stories. Now, yeah. I promise to you, me and Mom was getting on him yesterday. He was like, because he was on the phone, and me and Mom was just talking mess about him. He took the phone away from his mom. He said, I know y'all ain't sitting here talking about me, and I'm standing right here. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, we are actually. Go ahead, continue your conversation. Mom, quick, quick. Thing. But, um, again, <laughs> thank you all for listening. This is episode four, uh, 40. Wow, I am way off. 52. 52. 52. Thank you, thank you very much. Episode 52 uh, with Ruby Red. Indeed.